If you're wanting to create a standout personal brand, then you need to listen in to today's podcast. I'm talking to Leah Crisell. Leah is an amazing brand strategist, and she's going to help us work our way through what it is we need to do to be elevating our personal brands. She's walking us through step by step. You're not going to want to miss it. She's got some really great questions that we can ask ourselves to really get us in the right frame of mind to start working on elevating our personal brands. If you're an ambitious business owner ready to think big, rewrite your own rules and take action to skyrocket your business know-how, your profit, your cash flow, and most importantly, your free time, then this is the podcast for you. You're listening to the Simply Smarter Numbers podcast and I'm your host, Jen Waterson. I'm a business profit coach helping business owners just like you make more profit and take back their time. So hit subscribe now and let's dive in. So welcome to the podcast, Leah. Hello and thanks for having me. Very happy to have you. I'm very excited to have a conversation with you today about personal branding. But before we do, tell us a little bit about you and yourself and your business. What is it that you do for everybody? Yeah, absolutely. So I um, work with um, women predominantly, well, uh, exclusively actually, um, because I really just love to help them unleash the power of their personal brand. So this could be whether or not you're stepping into your personal brand for the first time to build and grow your business, or you're transitioning from being an influencer to an entrepreneur and really starting to leverage the equity that you already have built within your brand, Um, or even those that are really looking to elevate their business and start to be seen as the go-to. Ultimately, for me, it's about getting clear on the vision that the business has and unlocking the power, I guess, that your brand can can bring to support and achieve that vision. So that's kind of, that's my groove. That's what I like to do. And that's that's what I loved, how I love to support, um, yeah, women in business chasing their dreams. Yeah. How do you go? I'm really interested in the topic of personal branding because I've worked with like so many different sizes, types of businesses from different industries, like over my career as a business person. More recently, I've honed it right down on the different types of businesses that I work with, which is more like service-based businesses, some of whom do have that personal branding sort of um, flavor and then others are kind of more agency style, like real business, business style. Do you get many that go from that bigger agency and they just kind of go, hey, now I want to just like pull back on all the big time growth and just focus on a personal brand for myself? Do you get many people going that way? So, I mean, the thing is, is, and I, I also have worked with brands, big and small corporates. Mm. And the thing is that the thing that I kind of fell in love with, with personal branding is it can grow and evolve as you do. And just because you may decide to step into your personal brand and it's you, that's the initially the face of that brand and that business it can still grow just the same way as any kind of, I guess, bigger company. And, you know, if I was to name, you know, people like Jenna Kutcher or Tony Robbins or Marie Folio there, I mean, they're great examples of those personal brands, you know, and the power of the growth within a personal brand still. But what I also love about personal branding is the ability to really um, 
to really lead from a place of purpose and passion and get clarity around that individuality and use this to really, um, I guess, build and grow your brand. It's sometimes hard to, when you're starting to establish yourself in the beginning as well, to really define yourself in a unique way. When the thing is, is like people connect with people at the end of the day, whether or not you're a business brand, you know, whether or not you have a company brand or whether or not you have a personal brand, it's really about trying to build that personal connection with your audience, with your customers, with your clients. So I guess the thing that I love about personal branding is it's kind of almost taken one of those kind of layers away and made that connection a lot easier. Yeah, it kind of does, doesn't it? It it allows you to just get straight to it, straight to the place that you want to be with the clients that you want to work with just kind of does strip it away. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, look, there th- there are, you know, things that can come with that as well, where a lot of the heightened kind of, um, I guess, sabotaging, self-doubt, imposter syndrome feelings can come up a lot because you are, there kind of is a less, less places to hide, if you will. You're kind of putting yourself out there and you're wanting to do so confidently um, to really be seen. But, you know, there's also a massive opportunity and and personal development opportunity that happens within that growth as well, Um, which is why I often say, um, you know, personal development is as much of a business development journey as it is growing a business. And I think that's the power of stepping into that personal brand and really using that as the vehicle to grow your business. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's really interesting over the 20 years or so that I've been involved in business in watching the the growth of marketing over that time. So I am not a marketer as, as such. I, I actually did surprisingly do marketing back in uni, like way, way back <laughs> in the old days. But what is really interesting when you look at business is that we went through this real phase of trying to identify how it is we can stand out from our competition as one business compared to another business selling the same type of thing. And I feel that bringing personal branding into the mix has kind of like made that so much easier because you are unique and what you bring to the table is unique despite the fact that you may be selling the same service as your direct competitor. So it's kind of taken that whole competition and how do I differentiate myself thing and how do I position myself? It's kind of almost taken it off, not off the table, but made it easier. Yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, my whole position on competition, even though it can be still a very triggering you know, thing for a lot of people, especially with the whole, you know, social media and stuff, it's really easy to see what other people are doing. But one of the things that I like to talk about is, is that when you really connect in with your story and your uniqueness and your perspectives and really use that as a way to sort of come to life and, and, and bring, build your brand, there's no one like you. There's no one that has the same experiences, opinions, perspectives, you know, um, strengths. And so when you can really connect in with that, you're correct. Like there, there is no competition in that regard yeah. because you're just being yourself and you're letting that shine through. And, but, but the thing is, is it's actually about getting clear with what that looks like. Um, because quite often, you know, and that's why I, I quite often talk about, you know, it really starts with getting clear and clear with what that looks like for you um, and and what you're going to bring into your brand. Because if you're not, it's very easy to kind of, yeah, to compare yourself almost to yeah, what other people are Yeah, you get really doing. caught up in that. And do pe- so do people come to you having 
a certain level of vision as to where they want to take their business? Or is that kind of the type of thing that you help strip back and help them find? So what I love about, I guess, the personal branding journey, it doesn't matter where you're at, whether or not you're at the beginning, whether or not you've actually established a really strong brand and, you know, you know, like for example, um, you know, the influencers that I work with have established a really strong brand from a really authentic place of just, you know, just sharing their story and their journey. Or if it's someone that does have a personal brand they have for a while and they're really looking to sort of start to elevate it, it doesn't matter whereabouts you are in that, I guess, brand building journey. The foundational pieces are still the same. And the process that I go through with them to really get clear on that is the same. And you know, sometimes it's about sort of reevaluating where you're going. So I guess it's a bit the same in the, in the sense that if you do have a um, a business brand and it's gone through a massive growth period and you've brought team on and it's about going back and looking at okay, well, does our vision is our vision still aligned to where we're wanting to go? And you know, are we are we going in the direction that we're wanting to go? And and checking back in with you know, those core values to make sure that we're building this in the direction that is best aligned to why we're doing this in the first place. Yeah. You touched on there the, uh, like a bit of a framework that you work with, that you take people through when you're working with them to help to develop their branding, their personal branding. Can you give us a bit of an idea, a bit of insight into what that kind of looks like? Yeah, absolutely. The way that I've created, I guess, a five five pillar framework, if you will, because I really wanted to, um, yeah, just, I guess, deconstruct that process that I go through with my one-to-one clients to not only, you know, help others, but to also, um, work out where were those, what are those areas that, um, really people struggle with and that can really start to help them, um, work out which bit they need to focus on more. So the first, Mm um, I guess component is that discovery phase. And, you know, when I, especially when I work with my one-to-ones, like even with a really established brands, it's about going back to that discovery phase and reconnecting in with what are your strengths? What are your superpowers? I mean, to me, the definition of a purpose-led business is one that draws on the strengths, the passions, the, the things that you really care about, the things that are important to you and what you really, you know, what you really value and making sure that whatever you're doing is actually aligned to that because then you're living out your full purpose. So yeah, it's important um, to revisit that from time to time and go back to that, I think, because it's easy for us to get so caught up in the doing and the day-to-day that it's really simple to just have forgot about where you were actually headed in the first place. So it's always nice to be pulled back into that spot, into that space where you can say, well, you know, let's rediscover and remind ourselves of where we're actually going. Yeah, exactly. And reconnect in with those, you know, those superpowers, if you will, is how I refer to them sometimes, because that that's also can, what can really help you when you start to lack a little bit of confidence or lose a little bit of direction. It's kind of connecting back into those things that are kind of inbuilt in us and that um, are our, you know, key internal drivers, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find that people have a hard time having that conversation with you? Like, have a hard time articulating what it is that they see for their business and where they want to take it or are people kind of across it? Uh, so 
it, it's interesting, right? Because I think sometimes we have a vision uh, or we know what we'd like, but there's so much doubt or uncertainty whether we can, you know, we're worthy or we know enough around that, that we're sometimes, uh, you know, almost, you know, don't, uh, we avoid putting it out there. And yeah. it's almost like we need someone to almost give us permission that, that 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 vision is, you know, totally achievable for us, especially when it comes to personal branding, as I mentioned, because you're kind of, you're saying if you were to say, hey, I want to be the go-to in this space for X or I want to, you know, like it's it's asking you to really believe in yourself and have that self-confidence that that's actually possible and that you know enough or that you are expert enough to be that. So um, I often find people do have a vision, but they're, they're not always clear on what it is or have the confidence to really put it out there and say, that's what it, that's what I want it to be. You know, that's what I hope for. or That's what I'm working towards. Yeah. So that's number one, that's discovery. That's yeah. What so that's what, yeah. Yeah. So that's why it's really key to like connect back in with your strengths and your superpowers and, you know, the reasons to believe almost, if you will. And the way that I, there's, a, you, there's four, I guess, questions that you can ask yourself if you're wanting to try to work out what that is. Um, and, and that can kind of help you as well, which is, um, what am I, what am I good at? Like, what am I, what are the things that I just naturally do that are really, you know, I just do well. Um, what do people value me for? Um, you know, if you think about what people often will naturally come to you for help with, or that have always, you know, you get really great feedback around, like, what do people value for? Um, what's important to me? Like, um, that's, you know, what, my values are. Um, it's really important that whenever we're aligning our goals or anything like that, that we're aligning them to the things that are important to us for our values. And then the final thing is, is what gives me the most energy? Like, what am I doing when I just come to life? And, you know, the way that I think about this is um, even when I was stepping into my own personal brand, I would get off the call with um, with a potential client or someone that I was working with, and I would be myself so bubbly and energized after speaking with them. I was like, connection is what's important to me, helping others yeah, and inspiring right. and motivating others. So it didn't matter how I did that. I knew that that was core to the way that I needed to build my business and build my brand. Mm, yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Great so, questions, by the way. Like I feel you. like they're the sort of questions that we can just sit down and sort of, yes, mull over it a little bit ourselves, but to then sit with somebody and have a full discussion around those four questions and go deep in them could be really, really important um, and quite insightful. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, the advantage of, I guess, working one-to-one, I usually will extract these, but I often will say to people like, it's hard for you to answer these yourself. So it's good, you know, to have other people you can ask those questions um, as that, are, that are kind of closest to you because sometimes that can provide some insight as well. So, yeah, so that's the discovery stage, I suppose. And then the next um, stage is actually I call it believe. So this is really where my, I, I, I believe that mindset is such an important component when it comes to, you know, building and growing a standout personal brand. Because if it, you're effectively putting yourself out there, you're wanting to put out the very best version of yourself. But if you're clouded by, you know, self-doubt or imposter syndrome or, you know, comparisonitis or whatever it may be, then it's really hard for people to get to know and see that best version of yourself. 
Mm. So I often say that the next step is to really believe that it's possible for you, that believe that you have the skills, really tuning into that, um, you know, I guess, belief system, especially when, you know, if we talk about, you know, being seen as a leader, well, I know that the idea of that can be bring a bit, bit triggering for people to say, well, I'm not the expert or I don't know enough or I don't know as many much as somebody else or I don't know everything. But realizing that um, being a leader isn't about knowing everything or being the go-to doesn't mean that you are the only one that knows as much about what you know. It's actually about saying, I want to share my thoughts, my experiences, my strengths, my, my um, I guess, perspective and help and guide other people in doing so. And that's what makes me a leader. Mm, yeah, that's a really nice way of thinking about it, you know, because we can so easily fall into the trap of looking around and going, yeah, look, I know a lot about this and I'm really comfortable with what I know, but that person knows so much more. Like who am I to put myself up there and say, hey, I'm the go-to person in this area? Yeah, totally. The whole who am I story. I mean, who am I to have a podcast who's going to mm. listen or who am I to, you know, launch whatever, pro, you know, product that I have in my, you know, idea in my head or service, provider service, whatever it might be, it, it does come up. Um, and so having the, I guess, the tools and the practices in place to really um, deal to those when they come up um, is is important. And like I, I guess a practical way to approach that when I talk about mindset is um, to have those proof points that remind you of, um, you know, why you are capable or why you know enough. Or, and when I talk about proof points, it's things like, you know, things that people have said about you that they value about you going back to that, I guess, pre-work discovery stage that I mentioned, or yeah, I know for right. myself, like feedback that clients have given me mm. or yeah. even like nice things that my friends have made observations that they've made about me. I have those things like literally roll on repeating my brain pretty much every day because they, they become your reasons to believe. And those reasons to believe become louder than your reasons not to believe. Yeah. There's nothing sweeter than getting a testimonial from a client or some really good feedback on a particular, you know, something that you've been involved with, whether it's an online masterclass or whatever it might be. It's so nice to get that feedback. And I encourage people out there when you do sit on the other side as a client or whatever it might be, if you've had a great experience, it's so nice to be able to just let that person know because they don't, as a business owner, always just assume that you had a great experience. And if you can tell them that, I don't know, it's just kind of like paying it forward a little bit as well, isn't it? Absolutely. I know. I even think in life in general, like yeah. if you think something nice about someone or you have something, you know, a nice experience, I think we should let it, let every, like, let people know, like my, I give an example, like my husband works in customer service and whenever we are somewhere, whether it be at a cafe or, you know, buying something and we have a good customer service experience, he goes out of his way to let them know because he, he values that. And that was in, and you know, it's, it's, yeah. And every, we all want feedback around, yeah. you know, those positive things. So yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm that weird person. Yeah. I'm that weird person where we'll be walking around the city or something like that. And if I see a woman with like a beautiful top on, I'll, I'll literally go over to her and say, you look amazing in that top. Like I'm a weirdo because no, I, I, just love can't, that I can't help myself. I just like to, it's just nice to see people smile or just, it's nice to be nice. So absolutely. And it doesn't take much and it can actually really, um, 
you know, it can really leave an impact on somebody. And, yeah. and that's the thing, but I think the key, the key thing is, is when people is to remember those things. Like, so sometimes I think when we're given a compliment or something, somewhat, you know, some nice feedback, we're so quick to be like, oh, thanks. And not really like yes. hold on to it, remember it, keep Brush it there it and pay it on, you know, play it in on replay almost, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That's a really great point when it comes to believing. So yeah, I like that. So, so far we've, we're discovering where it is we want to be, what our vision is and where we want to take our business. And the next one is believing. What do we have from there? So from there, we really want to define what we want our brand to stand for. So, you know, what do we want people to think of when they think of our brand? And I mean, this applies not only for personal branding, but for, you know, branding as well. But um, this is really where this is almost like this is the brand strategy. And I try not to use the word brand strategy too often because I know that it doesn't mean a lot to a lot of people. But really, what do you want your brand to be known for, stand for? Um, and so this is really getting clear on, you know, your, who you are, what you do, why you do it. And, and also really setting that vision for your brand and your business. Um, but then really working out, okay, well, what, what, so what are my values? What is my personality of the brand? And, you know, who is my audience? And, and how do I want my audience to feel? So it's it's working out all of those building blocks that really um, allow you to be clear on what does my brand actually stand for? Who is it for? And if it was to if it was a person, and I think this is the thing is sometimes we need to sort of separate out our our personal brand isn't just us; it is a version of us. And I think the transition between you know. For example, you just using your name and being on social media to actually seeing that your personal brand is a business, then you start to treat it a little bit differently. So the version of me on the weekends with my family isn't necessarily the same version of me in my personal brand and in my business. There are a lot of similarities and and there's a lot of components that cross over, but I turn up in my business very differently to how I turn up as mum mode for my kids on an in an evening, you know? So it's it's thinking about what you want your brand to stand for and be perceived as. Yeah. So let's, so to get clear on that, and I've wondered this one before, when it comes to personality, is it you with a personal brand, your business isn't necessarily a direct reflection of your personality. It's a personality that you want to put out there in the world for your target audience is that kind of how it is so it's kind of same same but not yeah I mean pretty much and I think the best way to think about your personality is in in within your business um, versus like your personal I guess life is to think about the version of you that shows up when you are with your clients, when you are with your, um, you know, so one of the things I think about is, and I actually went out and asked, like when I was, you know, and this is again, going back and getting that feedback from others can be really helpful, you know, is a few people that I worked with in four words, how would you describe me working with me? Like, what is it, what would, how would you describe my personality? And, you know, you start to think about also what kind of version of you yourself do you want to show up as in your business? Keeping in mind that when we build brands, you know, there's, you know, we build them to, to be able to grow, you know, to grow into as well. So, you know, if, if I was to have people working within underneath my brand, 
sorry, within my business and, and, and being a representative of my brand, then I would expect them to reflect that same personality. As I, as I mentioned, you know, someone that would work in Tony Robbins team or, you know, Jenna Kutcher's team, et cetera, they would be expected to be a reflection of that brand. So, um, yeah, it's working out what are those kind of, I guess, personality traits that you want to come to life within the business. And they are going to be heavily drawn on by you. Because if you think about it, when you when you come to life, if I was to jump up on an Insta story, for example, like I'm going to be, well, you should be yourself because that's how you get that really authentic connection. Um, but yeah, that's how, that's kind of But you how, might not be your yeah. Saturday night out with the girls type self. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. That's not the it might be like the percentage might be slightly skewed, yeah. right? So you're going to get like, you'll get a little bit of my you know, funniness, quirkiness, dagginess, but you're not going to get all of that. You're probably going to get a little bit more of my, I guess, the bits that I'm really passionate about within my business, which is around really encouraging and supporting women to to fully step into their own potential. So that that's what drives me. And so I'm going to bring that version of myself that's going to encourage those people to do that. Does that make yeah. sense? <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. And there are so many, like, if we're honest, there are so many different versions of our personalities. There's us when we, visit, when we visit our grandparents. There's us when we're out with the girls on a Saturday night. There's us when we're like trying to put the foot down and make the kids do their homework or go to bed on time. You know, there's exactly. so many different aspects to our lives and then the business side of it is just another one isn't it yeah um exactly 100 and so it's like okay well what version of myself do I want or what version of myself do I want to bring to life within my business and what I want how do I want people to what do I want people to know me for experience you know me for so yeah so getting clear on that you know am I someone that is more nurturing and you know you know guiding or am I like your hype girl? Am I going to be the one that kind of really motivates you to take action? Like what does that what does that personality look and feel like? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're defining. Yes. That's what we're defining. And then once we've defined that, then it's about expressing that. It's about bringing that to life. And I describe it a brand comes to life visually, verbally and behaviorally. So that is what you look like, what you say and how you say it. And, 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 you know, getting, using all elements of expressing your brand is how you can really help yourself start to build a brand that people remember, that people can, you know, look to, turn to and stay top of mind. So it's like, you know, visually, um, is it's a really great emotive tool to bring that personality to life. And, you know, to give you an example, if I was a really vibrant and bubbly and, you know, big motivating kind of person, well, what kind of colors is that evoking to you? And when I say those words, it's probably going to be bright. It's going to be bold. It's going to, you know, have really, you know, confident typography. Whereas if I was someone that really wanted to be a bit more nurturing and understanding and caring, then that's going to evoke colors like, um, you know, warm tones and, you know, uh, more softer palette perhaps. So that's how we start to use that personality to drive that expression of how we come to life visually. And then the same verbally. And I think the thing I love about a personal brand is really there is, you really just need to bring that version of yourself to life authentically when you do that. So if I, we, we kind of can default almost into doing something like we've seen someone else do before, or, um, you know, because, you know, I'm using social media as an example, but 
um, or I almost like put this like professional voice on and then I'm like, hang on a second, I just need to be myself because yeah. that, that's the person, that's what people resonate with. So allowing the flaws and allowing the imperfections, um, but really staying true to what it is that you're and, and connected to what it is that you're, you're really passionate about and sharing that because that's what people connect with. That's where the emotive connection starts to, yeah. change, starts to come It's interesting play. that you say that when, when I first started doing videos on and putting them up on Facebook or whatever it was, Instagram, whatever, I tend to do less of them at the moment. But at one point I was doing a lot of them and really it was for my own sort of benefit as far as like confidence on speaking on a video and putting myself out there and really testing myself out and getting out of my comfort zone and so on. And I have to say when I first started doing it, I was like, if I messed up one word, I was like, oh, no, that's it. <laughs> Just stop, rewind, record again. And it was yeah. awful. It was like, take <laughs> forever. Like, you silly woman, what are you doing? Just like speak like a normal human. And normal humans don't have everything laid out word for word for word perfectly. So it's okay. Absolutely. And I think we're all guilty of that, right? Like, yeah. And, and you know, I, I, I try to like remind people and even myself, like, the flaws are good. The, the mistakes are good because it actually it it actually creates more of that relatability as well. Yeah. Um, and you know, obviously within reason. If you completely baffle it up, you yeah, might want to say it again. But I I even you know I took that approach with my podcast when I first started. I was like, oh, can't you know, got to cut out all the stuff ups. Now usually, and um, I'll just run with a roll with it because it's a conversation, and I want my audience to feel like they're part of that conversation and. Once you allow yourself the freedom to not have it all perfect, it's so liberating and actually you can start having fun with it and you can start feeling connected with what you're sharing. And, um, yeah, I agree with you. Like I used to do my stories and, you know, delete them and save them and redo them. And now I'm like first take. If I don't, if I try and do it another take, it'll never be as good anyway. Absolutely. Just, I love you know. it when I see people get up there and they're like, okay, I've got three points that I'm going to talk about. And they'll go through number one and they'll go through number two. And then they'll go like, oh, I forget. I forget number three. I can't believe I forget number three. And then it stops and they come back later when they remember number three. Like, yeah. you know, you could just go and redo the whole thing. But yeah, keeping it real, unless you completely mess something up then yeah, just keep it real. It is, exactly. it's nice to see. Yeah. It's refreshing too. And it's what people remember actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. So that's uh, visually and verbally when it comes yeah, to so expressing, expressing ourselves. It. And then the, um, the final one is amplify. And this is an ongoing, you know, um, I guess, um, pillar, if you will. Um, and that's about being consistent. And I mean, I, we talk about consistency and I, I'm not talking about you've got to post every, you know, every third day or every do, yeah. every, every second day and you've got to get up on stories. You know, that's a consistency that um, I think we'd all like to be consistent with but not, aren't always. Um, well, I know at least for me I'm not. But um, uh, it's a goal for me though. Um, yeah, <laughs> you're not alone, talk, don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when I talk about consistency, it is consistency of message of what you want people to know you for what you're sharing what you what who you're talking to like staying consistent with that 
is really what will build a strong brand over time. Branding building is a long-term gain. It is something that you you don't see the benefit straight away, but when you consistently keep at it and keep that continuity of what you're talking about and who you're talking to and how you come to life, that's where you start to see the real, I guess, long-term growth of that. So that's kind of key. And then also, um, you know, amplifying that stage is really about building that profile. So being a bit strategic about, okay, well, if my vision is to be the, you know, known for the go-to in, you know, personal branding, for example, well, um, how am I going to um, get my profile out there? And yes, there is social media, but one of the things um, I talked about even in a recent post was about reels. You know, there's a lot going on about reels, but it's not the only way to really build and grow your personal brand. There are so many other avenues that aren't social media. Things like building community and connection, building your referral, like, you know, people that are actually going to refer you, like treating your current clients like they're queens. And I say queens because I'm or king, you know, like, but, um, uh, you know, because you know, that, they are the best actual um, testament to your brand because they're going to talk to the experience and talk to what it is like to work with you. So, um, you know, getting on, you know, sharing content, sharing value, getting on podcasts like we are today. Like, so it is about working out what is your ultimate, your goal and how is the best way for me to deliver on that and build that profile and build that brand. It's not necessarily about being on social media every single day. Yeah, and I think it's really important over a period of time to, yes, try all the things, the various ways we can get ourselves out there on social media or whether it's in front of humans at a live workshop or whether it's a speaking event or whether it's online masterclasses or whether it's referrals or or whatever it might be. I think sooner or later it's easier if you just decide that, you know, for example, if Instagram is just not your thing and it just doesn't light you up in the slightest, then maybe that's not the place for you to be because you're not going to be your best self on it if you just don't love doing it or you're not going to be your best self if it's, you know, you've been standing up in front of audiences for ages and you were, you know, you tried but it just isn't the sort of thing that you just love doing, then don't be doing that forever. Sort of need to be a bit flexible, I think, and a bit go easy on yourself if something's just not lighting you up as well. Yeah, 100%. And it's really, you know, working about what works for you and, um, and fi- you know, it's not about doing it all. There's there's so many different ways that you can build and grow your brand, build your profile, let people get to know you, have people, you know, for you to be top of mind. And, um, you know, I think that even when we connected, you were like, I've heard of you, we hadn't crossed paths, but I, you know, yeah, I kind of thought true. of me in the right vein, which I was kind of happy about because it meant that <laughs> my brand building journey was doing something right. But, you know, and that was probably not through social media. That was actually through community and connection, I believe. Yeah, um, it actually would have been through community and connection. And it was exactly that. And me being my usual self, put my hand up and say something nice about someone because I just, yeah. because that's just what I do. Like, no, but like, Leah, you are the go-to brand person as far as I know like that's actually what I said yeah which is like uh, you know that feedback's good because you ultimately that's probably something I'm very aligned to my vision so it means that it's kind of working towards that but yeah definitely working out what works for you like if you are I mean there there are advantages to certain platforms like for example I'll talk to stories um it is such a great way for people to get to know you like how many times can you think of 
people that you've met and you've been following them on the, you know, Instagram or whatever, and you follow their stories and you already feel like you know them, like that is the power of the, you know, the social platforms and really utilizing those to get, you know, it, it's very hard to get your personality across with a Instagram post and caption, for example. Um, yeah. You know, so however, whatever that looks like for you, for you to really bring that best version of yourself to life, then go for it. But definitely it's about, you know, yeah, just building more dimension around, you know, your brand, your voice, your personality, because that's what sort of sticks in people's minds. Mm, yeah, really great advice. Give us a summary. So of the the sort of the five stage framework that you've got there, let's just quickly go over them yeah. so that everybody's got a good grasp of what they are again. Yeah, absolutely. So the first one is discover, is to connect in to your strengths, your perspectives, your beliefs. And the second one is to really believe, to work on your mindset and really um, lean into, you know, when you start to lean into that belief system that you have for yourself, then you can start to, you know, that, that doubt starts to fade away. The third one is to define what you want your brand to be known for, to work out your brand strategy. And that is things like your audience, your values, you know, your vision for your business and personality. personality. The final one, uh, sorry, the fourth one is express, is bringing that to life visually, verbally, behaviorally. And then the final one is amplify bring it to, you know, you start to communicate and, and um, connect your message with your audience consistently um, and, you know, building your profile in a way that feels best for you. Perfect. Love it. Great advice. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Leah. Where can people find out a little bit more about you? Where can people go to check you out? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, speaking of social media, I I do prefer Instagram. That's kind of where I tend to hang. So um, yeah, it's just at Leah Crisell. And um, yeah, if uh, if you have any questions or anything, feel free to hit me up in the DMs. I'm I'm not sure. I have a bit of a um, voice note. I do like to talk over text. So you um, come and say hey. Um, you're you're yeah. one of those, are you? <laughs> uh, I am. Um, yeah, I am. <laughs> love, love the voice note. I'm a bit of a chatter. I think out loud, Jen. I'm like that's how my brain process, you know, processes. Yeah. So if I have to sit there on text and type, I'm I'm probably not going to get back to you straight away. Hence yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. Most yep, people in get my it out. Yeah, well, most people in my family won't hear back from me in text. That's actually a good way as well to, you know, connect with people that you haven't really had a conversation with before is, for you know, another way for them to hear your voice and and put yourself out there as opposed, isn't it, to the... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's one of the things I was talking about in my group program recently. It's like hitting those DMs with the voice notes is a really powerful way to, you know, it's not even just about connecting with your audience. Like I have... Um, made some, you know, um, connections and then, you know, they've turned into friends and, you know, the power of the online space that we live in these days is, um, you know, and they've become friends, but yeah, when you can hear someone's voice, I don't know, there's just so much power in feeling like you get to know them a bit better and hear that tone of voice, you know, love it. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast, Leah. You have a great week and wherever you're listening, I hope you have a great week too. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Simply Smarter Numbers. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe so you automatically get new shows every week. And I'd love to hear from you. Come and join the conversation online. You'll find Simply Smarter Numbers on Instagram, Facebook, and more. Just head to simplysmarternumbers.com and you'll find all that you need there. Simply Smarter Numbers is dedicated to you getting the results that you deserve in your business. And I'm honored that you tuned in.